Welcome to Last Looks, your go-to source for all things health, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Ada Trin, and I'm a makeup artist turned entrepreneur here to help you grow and thrive in the beauty market. Now sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Hey guys, welcome back to the Last Looks Podcast. This is episode six. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Vivi Tran. She is a very good friend of mine. We worked together on set several times. And Vivi was nominated for Best Makeup Effects in 2019 for the movie Paddleton on Netflix. Welcome to the show, Hi, thank you. First of all, I just want to say, Vivi, I'm very impressed with you. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you. That's so sweet. Seriously. So anyone listening, I'm pretty sure you guys know my best friend, Brittany. Uh, Brittany and I are both makeup artists. And last year, we worked on a show that flipped Union. And Vivi came in to help us for a couple days. And honestly, Vivi, you were the hardest working person we know. (laughs) (laughs) You were always standing there with your bag waiting to just jump in at any given moment for a touch up. I'm like, yes, girl, you get it. Yeah, you have to be ready. You have to be like on the move all the time, ready to jump in like a ninja and jump out before anybody even notices you got in there. Exactly. You're good at that. But (laughs) what impresses me even more is not just your hard work, but everyone in the industry seems to know you, girlfriend. (laughs) Ooh. I mean, I like I like getting to know people and I like getting to have the opportunity to learn from other people too. So I love it. You're I, such a natural. <laughs> <laughs> and I was flipping through Netflix a couple of months ago. I have to be honest, I didn't watch Paddleton yet, but I was like, wait, didn't Vivi just get nominated best makeup effects for this movie? Man, I should watch it, but I don't get around to watching a lot of TV. <laughs> no worries. I mean, it's still going to be on there. So, you know, I mean, just check it out whenever you have a chance. Yeah. But how awesome. Is this your first nomination? Yes, this is my first nomination. I want to start off by asking you, how many hair and makeup people were on Paddleton? Just me, myself, and I. So just one. <laughs> So with uh, Paddleton not being a union film, it allowed me to do both makeup and hair. Um, And because we were on location and it was such a a low budget, we only had the opportunity for only myself to be on the entirety of the film. Okay, so that's crazy to me because I mean, I saw saw the trailer for it and it looks really high, like high budget. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not it know. Does. Yeah, it looks really great. They did a fantastic job putting everything together. Sorry, I didn't watch the movie. Can you tell us how many main actors you have on a day-to-day basis? On most days, it was just Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. And because it was men's grooming and they wanted very minimal makeup on them, that did help to keep my workload pretty minimal with him. However, we did have additional um, principal talent. So 
there were days where I had up to four to five actors. And then we had a really heavy day, which was the bar scene. And we had five or six principal actors in that day. And then all the background. Did you have Um, any help for those days? I did not have any help for those days. We had, I had to work very closely with the AD team in order to figure out a good shooting schedule and hair, makeup, wardrobe schedule so that we could get people through the works and then send them on to set. Um, and luckily we were filming and solving. So the makeup room was in this motel and the location, the bar that we were shooting at was across the street. So we weren't too far, but because everything was pretty dimly lit, it gave me the opportunity to just work, work, work and get everybody through the works. And then once I was finished, I was able to meet everybody over on set and do last looks when, when it was really, really needed. I come from the commercial world And so I also have to do hair and makeup, even though it's union jobs sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Production just makes you do both, you know? Yeah. But after three people, I'm like, all right, I need a break. Somebody need to help me. Like, (laughs) it's a lot of work. So kudos to you. (laughs) Thank you. It is a lot of work. And I think something that gets overlooked is that hair and makeup are two totally different muscles that you have to flex and two different gears that you have to switch into. So that's why there are two different departments in our union. Um, And it makes for things to work so much more efficiently that way too. And one person could be working on hair and the other person could be working on makeup and it gets things done a lot faster. Yes. I Um, agree with that. Because hair is completely different from makeup. Anyone that thinks hair and makeup are the same thing, y'all need to go to beauty school. (laughs) It is not the same thing. No. When you're creating a character, what is your inspiration? Um, The inspiration really comes from the background story of the act, or not the actors, I'm sorry. It comes from the background story from the characters. So when I'm reading through a script and it doesn't already explain much about the character themselves, as far as their backstory goes, I like to collaborate. Um, And I think it's really important to collaborate with those working on the story too. So I'll, I'll ask the director questions regarding what the background story of this character is, what they envision for this character to look like, to be like, to act, what they like to wear. So I'll also collaborate and talk to costumes um, and even like the art department. I'll ask them, so what color palettes were you guys thinking for this character? So based off of that, I am able to see, I'll have a better understanding of the world in which the character lives in. And based off of all of that information, I can build the inspiration for what the character will look like. What's your favorite go-to products in your kit? How many products can I list off for my must-haves in my kit? (laughs) (laughs) What's your number one go-to? Like the one thing in your kit that you're like, I cannot live without this. One of my favorite products that I recently discovered 
a little later last year is the Walita skin food, um, which they have in the original cream and then they have it in the light cream. So it's a moisturizer that you can use on the face, but you can also use it on the body. And I love that it's a cleaner skincare line and it, it's also pretty affordable too. Skin food. Is that the brand? Mm-hmm. Skin food. And it comes in a green bottle like a green oh, squeeze. Oh, yes. I recently had the honor of working with uh, Patty Dubroff, and that is something that she uses every time. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a really amazing. good product. It's and really it's great good. if you want to add like a little dewiness to the tops of the cheekbones. I know like for commercials, sometimes it's really nice to show off the dewiness of skin. Um, so if you like just tap that onto the cheekbones, it gives a really nice, a nice glow. When you go makeup shopping, what are you looking for in a product? Are you looking for convenience of a product, packaging? Are you looking for something that's long lasting? Are there any tips of finding products when you're shopping? Yeah, so I I do pay attention to the ingredients that are in it. Um, in a lot of cases, I try to stick with more clean ingredients if I can especially now that my clients are more savvy with their ingredients and they want products that are healthier for their skin, especially if they're wearing it for such a long amount of time and for so many days. Something else that I look for is the ease of use, right? So packaging is important. Um, I don't like bulky packaging mainly because I want to be able to put it into their actor's bag, have easy access to it, open and close. That way I can work faster and more efficiently. Something else that I do look for is the long wear, the longevity of the makeup. Yes, long wear lipsticks are phenomenal. However, sometimes they can be a little drying. So again, that comes down to ingredients for me. But like foundations, I would love for them to be long wearing because in times like on Paddleton, when I don't have enough hands to uh, do touch-ups, I have to trust that the makeup will be long wearing enough for me until I can make it to set. So it's a little bit less work so that I can prioritize other talent through the chair. Right. Too. Do you, do you believe that pro makeup is different from consumer-based makeup? Is there a difference in terms of uh, quality or long-lasting? There are certain ingredients in pro products as far as like foundations go and powders go. Like anything complexion will last a little bit longer. It's a little bit more pigmented. It it wears a little bit longer. Like I know Cryolon does a really good job with their stuff. Um, and many artists still love Ben Nye. And um, RCMA is another pro foundation that I really enjoy using, especially in their palette, because one, you can refill the colors if you need to. Two, you have all the colors right there. And three, you can create dimension on the face. You can create the highlight. You can cre create the the contour and the midtones as you're as you're going. But yeah, it's also 
vice versa too. Right. Even though they're pro products, consumers could totally use them. For all the people listening right now, what is a piece of advice that you can give to someone who wants to become a makeup artist? I would say communication. One of them, like if you admire an artist and you love their work and you have questions and you want, like, if you want advice from them on the work that you've done, reach out to them. It's so easy to do that now, especially with emails and social media, making it so easy to access and communicate with those artists that you like and admire. And don't be afraid if they don't reply, because that'll happen, but you won't know until you try. Okay, well, thank you so much, Vivi, for coming on and sharing all of your tips and knowledge with us. We are so honored to have you. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Also, if you haven't yet, please go check us out on Instagram at Last Looks Podcast to keep in touch and just to say hi. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.